Hygiene and Disease Prevention Radio is right here on Radio MD. Here's author, blogger, lecturer, and national medical media personality, Dr. Michael Smith, MD, with Healthy Talk. Let's talk about dietary tricks for diabetics. There's certain things you can do if you are a diabetic or a pre-diabetic or even if you're just worried about blood sugar, which we all should be. There's certain things you can do from the types of carbs you eat to when you eat them, all that kind of stuff. And I'm going to cover um, some of those tips uh, today. We'll see how many we can get through. Before I do that, though, I wanted to uh, read you some really just startling information, just depressing information, really, from the CDC. And you can you can uh, check this out yourself at cdc.gov diabetes. According to the CDC, two people die of diabetes-related causes and 16 adults are newly diagnosed every five minutes. That's two deaths and 16 new cases every five minutes in this country. Diabetes is becoming more common in the United States. From 1980 through 2011, the number of Americans with diagnosed diabetes has more than tripled from 5.6 million to uh, to 20.9 million, 5.6 to 20.9 unreal from 1980 through 2011 the rate of diagnosed diabetes increased 167 percent for people's aged 0 to 44 118 percent for those aged 45 to 64 140 percent for those aged 65 to 74 and 125 percent for those 75 years and older so just sharp unreal, unbelievable increases in the rate of diabetes across all ages. In general, throughout the time period, the rate of diagnosed diabetes increased among people of all age groups. In 2011, the rate of diagnosed diabetes among people aged 65 to 74 was more than 13 times that of people younger than 45 years of age. So we're, 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 we're seeing it across all age groups, and then there's even this excellent um, rate of diagnosis of diabetes uh, in people in their 60s and 70s. So this is, um, I mean, I know this is this is information that shouldn't be new to you, right? I know I, I've been talking about the dangers of sugar. Uh, I've talked many times on this show about the an unreal rate of increase in di- uh, diabetic cases. It's all over news, other radio shows, all over Radio MD, all over LifeExtension.com. So this shouldn't be news to you, but I think when you hear these types of numbers over and over again, maybe we start to take them a little bit more seriously. I know my listeners do. I know you guys are, are trying your best, but the standard American diet followed by the standard American adult, <laughs> it's just it's killing us. We have to make some changes. So, but what I, what I want to do here is I want to talk about. So, let's say you are diabetic or you're pre-diabetic, uh, and you you want some dietary ways to bring down you know sugar. We I, hopefully, if you if you are diabetic, you've been taught by your doctors, uh, your healthcare providers. You know, you've been taught the importance of really lowering what we call blood sugar spikes. That's really the issue, and and I'm talking specifically here about type two diabetes, which is uh, the the hallmark, the underlying mechanism, pathology 
of type 2 diabetes is insulin resistance. What happens is when you eat a, a lifetime of processed simple sugars, and we, we know they're all over the place, right? And everything you eat, if you shop in the middle aisles of your grocery store, you're just getting tons of added sugar. If you have a weight issue, tons of added sugar. If you have a diabetes issue, it's the tons of added sugar you're eating. Even when you think you're doing pretty good. If it's boxed, you're not doing good. We need to eat more fresh food. Shop on the outside aisles. But anyways, it, it, you know, a lifetime of eating the processed boxed foods with added sugars, uh, day in and day out causes with each meal the amount of sugar in your blood to spike. And that surge of sugar in your blood requires a lot of insulin to be released from the pancreas. Insulin's the hormone that drives the sugar inside the cell and tells the cell to store it. Insulin is, insulin's the hormone that's related to food coming into your system. So when you eat food, insulin's released, and it's really triggered based on carb levels. So you eat food, you get the carbs in, insulin's released, and it signals the body to store all those calories. But when you're, when you're eating too many of those simple added sugars, you, you spike your blood sugar to very high dangerous levels at times. And that's followed by a spike in insulin. And over a lifetime, cells don't like that. Muscle cells, brain cells, they don't like that. They become insensitive to insulin. They become resistant to the effects of insulin. And that's when blood sugar levels begin to rise. You start to see sugar binding with other types of proteins and fats. That's called glycation. That causes all kinds of problems. Uh, accelerated cardiovascular disease, brain disorders, cancers, and, you know, and so on. So elevated sugar, elevated sugar spikes with each meal, leads to elevated insulin levels and eventually insulin resistance. Boom, there's type 2 diabetes. So we know, we know we have to manage those kind of sugar spikes and help insulin work better. Here was an interesting study published in Diabetes Care 2015 uh, just this past summer. Eating bread last is linked to lower blood sugar levels. So this is an interesting study that used white bread, and it showed that if when you eat your, your white bread can actually impact how much the sugar in the white bread raises blood sugar levels. Now, now, it's a small little study, but it's interesting, and it leads into the hypothesis that if you are a diabetic, not only do you want to avoid the simple sugars, you also want to, you also want to kind of manage when you're eating them. That also plays a role. So this was uh, 11 middle-aged people with diabetes. They were given a meal of white bread, salad, grilled chicken. Blood sugar and insulin levels were measured before the meal, and then at 30, 60, and 120 mi uh, minutes afterwards. On one occasion, the roll of bread was eaten at the beginning of the meal. A week later, the same meal was eaten, but the bread was given in the reverse order at the end of the meal. Interestingly, eating bread at the end of the meal was associated with almost a 30% drop in blood glucose levels compared to eating the bread prior to the meal. Significant reductions were also seen in insulin levels, showing a potential improvement in insulin sensitivity, reversing insulin resistance. That's really important. Oh, come on, it's small, 11 people. We're not going to draw any crazy conclusions from this. Uh, if you're a diabetic, you really shouldn't be eating anything white, <laughs> especially white bread. It's just, it's just all sugar. Uh, very, there's no fiber in it. It's just been stripped of everything. It's simple, simple carb, spikes your blood sugar. But, but apparently what this is teaching us, 
you know, forget the white bread for a second. What this is teaching us is that it's not only about avoiding simple sugars, it's also about managing when we're eating certain types of carbs. Uh, so let's, we're going to keep an eye out. I'm going to keep an eye out on this kind of, uh, on these kind of studies. There's other ones out there that are um, at the recruiting phase. They're going to look more into this idea of timing uh, of carbs. Now, other people have talked about this. This is not really new. Other um, websites and shows have talked about carb timing and stuff like that. But for the first time, we're really starting to see some nice research to support the idea that the timing of certain foods can affect blood sugar. So we'll see more of that. That was the first tip. Eat bread last. Number two, I like this one. This is another dietary tip. Cooking and then cooling white pasta in the refrigerator makes it more diabetic friendly. So cook your pasta and then cool it. That actually minimizes it, causes some of the gluten and stuff to hold on to the sugar more, and you won't di- you won't absorb that sugar as well. So cook and then cool white pasta. Tip number three: try a pure protein snack right before bedtime if you have issues with sugar levels in your morning when you wake up. So a pure protein at bedtime. And then lastly, number four, resistant exercises. Build those muscles. Good, solid muscles get uh, reverses insulin resistance. So there's some diabetic tips for you. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well. Stay well.